it works because what the fractional sales manager or, or fractional CSO is doing is focused on setting up uh, the, the systems and processes for accountability and discipline around the sales process. Welcome to Tractionville, the podcast for companies running on EOS. I'm your host, Chris White, along with my co-host, Benj Miller. And today our guest is Ben Wolf. Ben is the founder of Wolf's Edge Consulting. And I can't wait to introduce you guys or have him introduce himself. He's got a really cool story. Hopefully he'll kick and condense it, but you got to hear the front end of his story. It's really cool. Ben, welcome to Tractionville, buddy. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate you having me on. So, so with with that intro, like you've got a great story, and if you could just like short and sweet, like tell us the whole the the the, the, the I say the whole, and I'm telling you to be condensed, but it's such a good story. But Nashville to Long Island, tell us about it. Yeah, my pleasure. Again, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, the you know brief version is uh, look, I'm a you know a Nashville boy. Grew up in in Nashville, Tennessee. Went to college in New York City. Met my wife here and stayed. Uh, and uh, and uh, you know a bunch of steps in between. But uh, more recently, actually worked in a New York City law firm as a corporate restructuring and bankruptcy attorney for about five years. And uh, then left through a, like a very series, you know, interesting series of, of events to uh, to join a healthcare startup called Freedom Care, uh, join them pre-launch, pre-revenue, and helped build most of their operations. And we we grew. We were in the, uh, in, the in in a specialty in the home care space called consumer directed home care or patient directed home care. And we had a very mission-driven, very tech-driven uh, operation, very aggressive. And we, we grew to the largest uh, provider, a healthcare provider of our type in New York State within less than three years. Uh, and then I left that company, still, you know, continue to be involved with them, help them with their national expansion. And, uh, you know, started Wolf's Edge Consulting, where uh, I'm actually, I should I should back up a moment and, and say that when we were at, uh, when we were at Freedom Care, I discovered... Uh, EOS was brought into the company by our visionary, and we we had Jonathan Smith, who you know you, I know you guys know was our implementer for the three years I was with them, and uh, you know implemented EOS internally, working with Jonathan Smith's uh, leadership, and I was client side, and we were doing EOS almost from the beginning. I was the first full time employee, and we were doing uh, we were doing EOS almost from the beginning, which is kind of which is kind of unusual, and you know with a lot of success. And um, I loved it. I have that integrator personality and uh, really, really enjoyed it. So after I left Freedom Care, started Wolf's Edge Consulting and to do two main things with that. One is uh, became a fractional integrator. So I am helping companies as an integrator on a fractional basis, uh, part-time uh, when they don't have the right integrator in the seats. I'm helping people with that and uh, as an EOS implementer. So I just love EOS. So I became an EOS implementer through EOS Worldwide, uh, helping clients with that too. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, helping people, you know, hit, break through when they hit the ceiling in a, in a couple of different ways, depending on their need. Yeah. Um, let's dive in, you know, fractional leadership, uh, especially given, you know, the, the economic conditions we're in right now, 
um, maybe in the past wasn't so popular, but certainly now, um, mm -hmm. you know, with, with restrictions to travel and just, you know, people working from home. And I know for my clients, um, you know, they're looking for like a body of work, right, for a period of time, but they don't internally have the leadership to, to drive that, right? And so they're looking for for someone like you and what you do with your fractional integration. And, and our community is really familiar with fractional integration. I think what, what mm -hmm. I'd like to ask you about, uh, and, and selfishly for my clients, is the, the fractional leadership below the integrator. You know, when we talk like um, whether it's uh, marketing or sales or ops or, or even finance, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're fractional CFOs, obviously. Uh, that's kind of where, you know, I'd like to talk about that because, you know, there's a lot going on there, right? Uh, but like, for example, sales. Typically, you know, in the past, your 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 VP of sales was, you know, you have brick and mortar, you have the sales room, the pit, and he comes in, right? And we're just not doing that now. So, so the fractional sales, can it still work, even though you don't have like the VP of sales in the brick and mortar, like leading the charge? Yeah, no, definitely seen it working with a lot of people. I mean, it's why do people bring in fractional leaders of these various types that you're talking about? You know, it's, 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 you know, the, the pain that they're facing is this, what I call an entrepreneurial catch 22 is this issue of, you know, they started their business because they're really good at making widgets or putting in HVAC systems or hardwood floors or, 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 or legal services or whatnot, or marketing and they think they could do that better or they want to do it on their own. So they start their business, but they don't have, you know, they're really good at that, but they're not necessarily good at all the other parts of running a business, yeah. which is where EOS obviously comes in on an overall, on an overall basis. But sometimes, you know, the EOS implementer is working with the wisdom in the leadership team on how to get stuff done. But if there is no wisdom, on the leader, not is no, but like if there's limited wisdom in the yeah. leadership team, because none of them have done this before, guy that's, you know, the head of finance, you know, learn, learn QuickBooks on, on, on YouTube videos as they were getting going. And that's served them great as they're scaling up from startup phase, but now they're getting to five, 10 million, I don't know, whatever it is. And it's just, it's just not, not working anymore. They don't have that kind of leadership. Anybody who's done that before, um, the problem is they need experienced leadership to scale. The catch 22 is they don't have the ability to afford somebody with right. that experience till after they've scaled. So this fractional leadership kind of comes in to solve that problem where they can get somebody who's been there, who's done that, who can advise them, who can become part of the leadership team and let them know what to do. And they can have that direction, a captain, so to speak, in that in that special area of the company. Um, so that's what it's doing for them. And you asked specifically about sales, uh, and, you know, or how does that kind of thing, how can that kind of thing work? And I think it, it works because, uh, because a lot of what the fractional sales manager or, or fractional CSO is doing is focused on setting up uh, the, the systems and processes for accountability and discipline around the sales process. So they're clarifying, what is our pitch? Are we using our three uniques in our, in our, in our pitches, in our emails, in our, you know, in our demos? Or how are we using that? And, uh, and they're setting up, okay, what, you know, how are we tracking, whether it's HubSpot or Salesforce or whatever the, whatever the different systems are that you're using as a CRM or, 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 or even an Excel spreadsheet, but whatever system you're using, how, you know, are you tracking the number of phone calls that you're making every day? What's the conversion rate? Whatever it is, what's the deal pipeline? What's its value? 
start measuring, you know, start ensuring that the right things are getting measured and creating accountability around those things and, and weekly sales meetings and addressing issues and coaching, listening to calls. And that's stuff you could do on an intermittent basis. So if you're there one day a week, two days a week, even half a day a week, you can have the, you could set up those metrics. You could set up the messaging and, you know, set up systems and processes to make sure people are following it. Well, yeah. Coach them. And but yeah, you're not around all the time, but. Right. But that, but you, you just nailed that. That's the real value, right? That they're bringing. They're going to come in and they're going to set up. They got to build a team, right? That this is a. Right, there could we're, be hiring. We're, yeah. we're past the startup phase. Exactly. Yeah. So they're putting in these tier point systems and processes to, to get the department stood up and, and functioning. Um, with your fractional uh, integrator services, kind of tell our audience what what does that engagement look like i know that there's all different you know ways to model it because it's dependent on the the company's needs but just high level if you could talk about that that'd be great yeah absolutely i'll tell you i'll tell you how i structure structure it with my clients i charge them a uh, you know there's a monthly retainer monthly fee and i have four main areas of accountability that uh, that i'm involved with with them so number one is leading the level 10 meetings. And that is just getting people from a three or four, even if they're working with an implementer, there's no policeman, you know, in, at the actual meetings to make sure they're spending less than five minutes on the reporting sections, that they're dropping down issues, that they're IDSing appropriately and not over, overly discussing. The next thing is the same page meetings, which, you know, pure, pure EOS, you talk about once or twice a month. Um, I, I personally end up doing it most weeks, we do it almost every week. And to kind of work through issues and, and you know, throughout the week, I, you know, add issues to the issues list on the same page meeting uh, and doing that. Uh, area number three is more of the miscellaneous area. Maybe there's a rock. Maybe I'm documenting a process this quarter uh, or some other rock. Or uh, like I said, I, I define this one as kind of miscellaneous. Maybe I'm helping other members of the leadership team by coaching them. Sure. And that, get their rocks would, done. That would fall under our LMA in EOS, right? Leadership management and accountability. So, yeah. So some of those ancillary things probably fall right. under a that. Miscellaneous. I would just add the fourth thing before we move on is the yeah. is the is participating, and I include this in the monthly fee, is participating in the EOS sessions, whether it's a two-day annual or the quarterlies. Uh, so, you know, if it's out of town, I'm flying there, traveling there. Uh, if it's virtual, obviously just virtual, but participating in the in the quarterlies and annuals, I think that's critical. Then what are some of the pros and cons that you get, you know, the, the weight of the scales, pros and cons when we're talking about fractional leadership. As opposed to like hiring somebody well, full-time? That's a good question. Um, right. It's well, a question of what's your choice, right? What are you choosing yeah. between? Yeah. Are you choosing yeah, like, between I mean, hiring someone full-time? Yeah. No, I think that it's better. I think that, you know, that especially let's say for an integrator, you're getting, you know, most of what a real full-time integrator is doing as an integrator, qua integrator is you know, is probably only taking about a day a week anyway. Uh, and it's just, they're doing other things. They're either have another seat in the leadership team or they're also running ops or they're running major projects that the business has. Um, and so there's a lot of other parts of the job that they're, that they're involved in, but the 20% of the job, which is integrator. So you're just separating out that 20% and having someone do it on a fractional basis. Um, would it, you know, would it be better? You know, if you're, if it's like all things being equal, you could have, it's to say, you know, all things being equal. Yeah. I think it's better to have not just the 80% of what they're doing, but hundred percent and have it full time. If you can have the right person, the right seat, I, I agree. That's ideal. And in my engagements, 
that's a lot of what I'm involved with. When they get to the ability to bring on a full-time integrator, I am helping them with the interviewing and finding the right person, make sure it's a good right person, right seat match and, and help them do that. I consider that a successful end to the oh, engagement. Um, but is there uh, a downside to, is, you know, it, obviously a lot of pros you've talked about those. Is there a downside to hiring a fractional integrator? If you're that visionary trying to sit in that integrator seat, you know, you're not the right person for it struggle for you struggle for the organization right. are there any downsides i mean look, you know of course, again of course there are downsides but just to, you know if you if you have to make a decision it just depends it's in comparison to what if, again if you have the ability to bring on someone full time i'm i'm agreeing with you that that it's better to bring someone on full time if you can um and uh, or bring someone fractionally till you find the right person because sometimes it, it could take a lot of time um but uh you know of course there are you know it, even where that's the best option under your circumstances to bring in someone fractionally, uh, that doesn't mean that, you know, there is difficulty. Sometimes, you know, you mentioned the sales manager example. Sometimes people have a question and, you know, the fractional person is just with another client that day. So you have to put it on a list and make a process so that you can address the question later. Would it be, would it be better if you had someone full time that could be there and answer those questions all the time? Yeah, that would be, that would, that would be better. Uh, and if you had, you know, all things being equal, then you you know it's it's better to go that route, but uh, but unfortunately things are not always equal, and you know and you and you don't have the right person in the right seat, and to ha you know and the uh, you know the you know the the, the whatever the, the twenty five points of integrator value that the the visionary can give acting as integrator uh, is just not as great as the one hundred and twenty five points of integrator value that the fractional integrator could give. So in that circumstance. Uh, you know, it'd be better to bring someone fractionally, um, um, you know, but if you have someone that's good at it and it, it's only, uh, I don't know, let's say whatever it is, it's only a 10% value that the person's adding as a fractional integrator versus whoever else would be doing it, um, then it's probably not worth that, that much money, uh, you know, but you know, it just depends on the particular circumstances and what, what it is that you're choosing between. Give us some tips. If we hire somebody to work fractionally for us and we're managing them, give us some tips to make that a success. Great, great question. There's a lot of stuff we could say here. Um, one thing is being one thing I would say is it's, is to be very clear, and I try to do the, I, I try to have a very short engagement letter, uh, less than one page, with my clients. But I try to be clear about what accountabilities, what actually am I supposed to be delivering to them, so that we're clear on on what they expect uh, and what they should be expecting from me as a fractional leader. Um, so I would say one is just making sure you're clear before it begins about what's going to happen and what's going to be delivered. Uh, what accountabilities or what de deliverables um, and not just to kind of start and start paying your monthly fee. And then we'll figure out afterwards, like what is it you're going to be doing? I think that's a recipe for misunderstanding and, and, and crossed and different uh, assumptions because then people will fill in those blanks with their own assumptions, which are not necessarily aligned. So I think it's good to get that aligned. Um, I think that having a core values fit is something that's important for, uh, for hiring any kind of fractional leader. Um, you know, give the example from, you know, communication styles, uh, it, you know, if, uh, you know, one of the reasons I put on my, on my own website at wolfsedgeconsulting.com, I put on the about us page, my own core values, uh, uh, the core values of my company, because I think it's important if people are going to work with me, they should know who they're working with and whether that's compatible with their own work style, uh, because it, you know, very well might not be. Yeah. One of the examples I give is, you know, I talk about, um, I talk about a straight straightforward 
speech speaking style. I just speak in a very straightforward way. I just say it like it is. Um, and there are people in certain parts of the country where that maybe rubs people the wrong way. And they're, they're just, you know, it's just really going to bother people. It's just, you know, it may seem like a superficial thing or a stylistic matter, but if you're constantly annoying people, it's going to be kind of hard to work well together, you know? And, uh, and if, you know, if you're somebody I know I've known, you know, CEO, some CEO types who, uh, that unless you can posture yourself in a conversation with an idea to make them think that it was their idea and otherwise they're going to automatically reject it. I've known people like that, that I, I just, I don't know how to work effectively with that kind of person. Uh, some people are really good at it and they just know how to, they just know how to do things. They know how to work with that kind of person and, and they thrive in that environment. And I'm, I'm not one of those people. So that's why I put that kind of straightforward communication style on my core values, because I think it's, I mean, to, to me, it's important that that's what the, that that's what they want. Sure, bringing me on. Sure, I, you know, I definitely agree. And, and I spoke to Jill when I was first starting off doing this. I had a call with Jill Young, uh, who y'all know, and uh, and she that was one of the first first pieces of advice that she that she gave me was make sure to talk about core values with any potential clients uh, to make sure that that's a good fit. I mean, there's more that I could say, but that's a sure, good sure. Well, let's. Uh, so I know you're working on a book right now. Um, you're obviously, you know, very passionate around fractional leadership. So um, can you just kind of give a primer to our audience a little bit about the book? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I started, you know, I started off in, you know, in fractional integrator. Uh, I started off when I first started doing this, actually, I, I spent the first couple of months having about 12 to 18 phone calls a week Um with EOS implementers and fractional integrators around the country, trying to learn about it, learn about the community, learn the different ways of, of doing it, how it works. And since then, I've just been connecting with a lot of people and that's really expanded also through my win-win uh, podcast. Uh, I've really connected through that also with a lot of great fractional leaders. I actually, we recorded, but we didn't, it didn't go live yet with the CEO of Interim Execs. Uh, I had the CEO, Art Saxby of Chief Outsiders, who's the, one of the EOS conference sponsors this coming year. Um, the, uh, you know, I had, a, a Burke Autry, the CEO of Fortium Partners, the biggest CIO provider in the, in the world with over a hundred full-time CIOs and CTOs, uh, had him on just been connected with a lot of great people in that space and realizing that aside from like every couple of years, like a Forbes or Inc article about fractional leadership, there's just nothing out there for business owners to look to, to like, okay, what is this tool? When is it for me? How do I, how do I know if it's for me? How do I find the right person? What's the trigger if, if I should be thinking of a fractional leader? Um, and, and, you know, so just became aware that there was a big dearth of information available to business owners. Most of the information available to business owners is on the blogs and web pages of, fra of fractional leadership companies, CFOs, CSOs, fractional integrators, et cetera. Uh, and I just came to realize that, Regardless of the brand of fractional leadership, whether it was fractional integrators, CFOs, CMOs, et cetera, they're all solving a, a similar type of problem for people, uh, which is this entrepreneurial catch-22 I mentioned earlier. They grow to a certain size, but they're hitting the ceiling partly because they just, they've never done this before and they don't have anyone to right. advise them who's, who, who knows what they need to do to succeed. And the US implementers, they're saying, hey, I'm the dumb guy with the marker. And I, you know, I... As, as Mike Payton always says and teaches us to say, uh, is that, you know, you don't necessarily have that wisdom in the room uh, of, of what to do. Well, no, you made me think of it's all Greek to me, right? That's that's when uh -huh. when when the client tries to pull you in, you right. know, we, we as implementers, 
we, we don't really like crossing that line in the yeah, consultation, exactly. right? So you it's all Greek right. to me. Um, well, that's right. fantastic. So yeah, is, is your book going to be available in 21? I hopefully, yeah, I'm still, okay. I'm still, I'm, I'm still, you know, in the process of, of, uh, of trying to find a good match with publisher, with a publisher sure. or agent. Uh, so I don't know when it's going to become available, but, you know, certainly working on it and getting a lot of people out there in the, in the fractional leadership world contributing to it. Uh, so definitely hope to, you know, sometime in 2021, hopefully have that available to people. Well, we'll we will definitely uh, have to have you back um, to, to once you wrap that up and get it ready to go, um, I'd love to, and uh, let everybody in the Tractionville world know. All right, Benj, looks like we are running out of time. Bring us home. Then, in the meantime, before your book's released, when where can people go to find out about you? So people can go to uh, Wolf's edgeconsulting.com it's wolfs w-o-l-f-s wolfsedgeconsulting.com and you know I, I talk there you can find out about you know the eos implementer work that i do and the fractional integrator work i do specifically i do i do have a domain fractionalleadership.io but it is it is not up yet so all right ben leave us with a piece of wisdom you have the full audience of tractionville listening what's uh one thing that's on your heart mind piece of wisdom advice you'd give us Wow, that is uh, that is that is a tough one. The, <laughs> um, I guess I would just say that you know go to your you know go to your go to your trusted advisor, your EOS implementer. Uh, you know for you know for connections, a lot of a lot of these people will have they'll know fractional leaders, they'll know fractional CFOs, fractional integrators, CMOs, etc. Uh, that you can get help from. Uh, of course, you can go to my website, wolfsedgeconsulting.com. You could you know reach out to me. I'm happy to talk or, you know, give referrals or connect you to connect you to the right people. If you're, you know, if you're thinking of, of looking for some kind of fractional leader that you think you might need, happy to talk about it and, and connect you to somebody that can help. But uh, yeah, just go to your trusted advisors, especially your EOS implementers and, uh, and they can connect you to someone, you know, people that they know and trust and possibly in your area. Very generous, Ben. Pleasure to get to know you. Tractionville, see you next week for Tractionville Tuesday. 